Hello, and thank you for joining me on this episode of Heal, Love, and Grow with Hasina, where I talk about the challenges and joys of raising a teenager. Yes, for those parents wanting to rip out their hair, there are joys of raising a teenager in this day and age, like the independence they have and not having to watch yet another episode of Teletubbies or Wiggles on repeat. You know what I'm talking about. So join me as I talk about the benefits of having a teenager and some of the greatest challenges I have faced that most parents will experience at least once in their lives and tips and tricks on how to survive the years of hormonal changes, identity crisis, and experimentation. If you're listening to this episode, you may be a parent of a rebellious teen, know someone that has teens, or maybe your kids are young and you want to know what to expect to prepare you for the coming years. Or you just enjoy these podcasts and want a good laugh with some insight. Whatever your reason, I want to thank you for joining me on some of my journey with my teenage daughter and wisdom imparted on me by much wiser, experienced friends and mentors. When I found out I was expecting over 17 years ago, I was sure I was having a boy and that I wouldn't have to face raising a girl all on my own. Let's face it, with girls, You have to worry about hormones and pregnancy, boys, other girls, hair, makeup, and body image, and that's just to name a few. So it was much to my surprise when the doctor announced that I had given birth to a healthy baby girl. As I held her, a sense of fear and panic came over me. What if she's a rebel? What if she hates me? Or worse, what if she's just like me when I was growing up? My parents would joke around saying that being a parent was my karma for all that I had put them through. And let me tell you, that was a lot. Come to think of it, I'm shocked my parents didn't send me to some foreign boarding school and that I managed to not burn down our family home. When my parents instilled this fear in me that my baby girl would turn out just like me, I was petrified. The number of times I got into trouble at school or did things behind my parents' back, it's a wonder I graduated from school and made it this far in life and that my parents didn't have to set bail. Though there was one time when I took fake ID and went to a club and got caught, the police came to my mother and she was super cool about it and played along, letting me know we would never speak about this to my father. So back to having this baby girl, I was worried. I even had family and friends bet on how fast children's aid would take her away, but she changed my life and for the better. Now, if you've listened to my episode on breaking barriers, you would know that after Aliana, my daughter, was born, I went back to school. I started my own business and successfully created a life for us until tragedy hit. Aliana had to go up real quickly when I was diagnosed with cancer 
as we only really had each other. There were times that she rebelled, like getting Snapchat on her phone when she was only 11, and was forbidden to get it until she was of an age that I felt was appropriate. In my mind, that was never. But being the realistic parent, I felt that it was after her first semester in high school. She would hide chocolates in her room and even succumb to peer pressure, which was a handful to any parent, but even harder when you're unwell and fighting just to stay alive. So how did we get through these phases? Well, with regards to Snapchat, I switched her smartphone to a flip phone. That's right, I gave my daughter a flip phone and to really teach her a lesson, I would call her on it and text her. Now, anyone that remembers those DOS system flips knows that one word in text format took several hits on the keyboard. And I wasn't allowing her to get away with abbreviations. Her teachers thought I was a genius. And suddenly, my daughter became the cool kid with the flip phone. She took a situation and made the best of it. A valuable lesson had been learned. She does have an iPhone now. I'm not that mean, but a lesson had to be taught. Now, with the peer pressure, it took a bit more than just a move to a better area and school district. It took days and consistent reassurance and affirmations of how wonderful and beautiful she is. She really is all those things. But so many kids, especially girls, struggle with their identity and their looks. Though it took getting through elementary school for her to get really into her own groove, she's now in grade 11, more sure of herself than I ever was in my first 40 years of life. And she has even taught me much about self-love. The student teaches the teacher. We can all learn from our kids and really grow into the best versions of ourselves when we have that balance. Parenting is a must. Knowing that you are the parent, it is your duty to protect and love your child. But it is also important to let them be their own self and create their own path by giving them the tools they need to flourish. With regards to the eating chocolate in her room, well, pick and choose your battles. If chocolate is the worst thing my daughter is doing in her room, I'm okay with that. The lessons and trials we went through together have shaped Eliana into the teenager I had dreamt of and not the one that I was. She has been by my side through the toughest of times And maybe I was strict with her. Having rules on when she could wear makeup and crop tops, but the rules came with reasons and explanations to her to help her understand more than just a no. It was also about standing my ground. When I was set on a rule and not swaying just to be liked. My job isn't to be liked daily. It's to keep her safe and teach her about the world because I'm not going to be the one holding her hand at every encounter, every job, every failed relationship. So I must equip her with the right attitude, confidence, and respect 
for the world ahead of her. As a single mother of a teenager, there are some other struggles that we face, like not having another parent back us up or having to play bad cop, good cop, as if you had a split personality disorder. And let me tell you, I've had those moments. Like when Eliana would get into a hormonal teenage moment of attitude, and I've had a lack of sleep, or worse, a lack of sleep and food, and I get all hangry, I bust out into the yelling, screaming, and the worst, the lecturing. I know she's tuned me out, but I just go on and on until I'm out of fuel. Then I stop, look at my actions, sit in my room with my door closed and cry where she can't see me. And then I go back and talk to her like the good cop would. I really should take up the art of ventriloquy so I could blame the puppet for the outrage. But In all seriousness, it's hard to parent and even harder when it's a teenager and they don't tell you about little Johnny in kindergarten class that stuck glue on your chair. They keep most things within. In recent years, my daughter and I have come up with a strategy to help with open communication. It's called going into friend mode. When she calls this, she can tell me anything as her friend. And I cannot go back as her parent and discipline her or scold her. I can advise her on how to handle things, though, and how to approach it. It has worked well for us and has opened the lines of communication. Don't get me wrong. I still cringe when I hear talk about boys. And then I think about the scene from Bad Boys 2 where Martin Lawrence's daughter ends up on a date with Reggie even played it for my daughter just to scare her enough into waiting on the dating front. That really hasn't helped. So then I sent her an application for dating my daughter that she is to give to every boy that asks her out. Again, it worked for a bit, but she's a beautiful young lady, so scaring off the boys will only work for so long. Thankfully, She is at the age where university applications are going to be on the forefront of her mind and she hates the distraction of anything that veers her away from her future plans. Now, my new attributed gray hairs come from her getting her license. This past week, she passed her driving test on her first try and she reminded me that the government of Ontario believes she's a safe driver and that I should now give her my car. So she started taking the car to school, and inside, I wanted to scream and cry, worrying about her safety and our only vehicle being in the hands of a new driver at a school with hundreds of other new drivers. That's enough to send any parent to the ER with a heart attack. But I played it cool, watched her do her checks as she drove off the driveway Then, getting on my hands and knees and praying to the universe and every angel I could list off to keep her safe. Those minutes felt like hours waiting for her to message to let me know she arrived at school safely. I had a few hours to breathe until the panic of the afternoon came into play. 
and that's not to mention the boys in the parking lot smiling at her as she gets into her car. So there never is an end to our fears as a parent, whether it's a teenager or not. And single parenting, an episode for another day, has even greater challenges. However, with the right balance of love and discipline and teaching them values, I think parenting a teen can be rewarding. I mean, now I have an errand girl and my designated driver. Just kidding. But jokes aside, having a teenager has been pretty amazing. We travel together, and though she tries to pass herself off as my younger sister, we have a great time, and there's a lot more dialogue between us. Many people that know us refer to us as the Gilmore Girls, and our lives have been quite parallel to theirs. The single unwed mother, multiple proposals, and the daughter that is academically inclined and has big dreams. Now, only to find my Luke. But that's a different story for another day. In Gilmore Girls, Lorelai is the cool mother that all of Rory's friends want to go to when they're in trouble. I have to say, my mother was that person to my friends. We had kids living at our house all the time. And my mom would cover for my friends when we'd end up sneaking out to go clubbing. I remember one night getting stuck in Brampton, about an hour away from my home and my mom came to pick us all up. She contacted my friend's parents and told them we all fell asleep, and then got us home, made us food, and made sure we were all okay. I haven't had to experience that with my daughter, as COVID put a halt to parties, and Aliana sneaking out would only be to a library or the ice cream shop. And with her being afraid of heights and alarms on each of our doors, she would have utter humiliation upon her return, as I'd be sitting by the door, recording her entry, and laughing hysterically. Parenting a toddler is a lot of fun, as you get those hugs and kisses, the constant entertainment, and you can be assured you will know everything they are feeling. But I don't miss the diaper changes and guessing what my baby ate for dinner the night before or waking up at 6 a.m. on a Saturday to watch television. Having a teenager comes with its own set of worries. And yes, I do worry about the teenage parties that so many movies represent as a night of debauchery, and recalling my own set of parties I attended at her age, or the bad choices from drinking too much to joyriding with friends and the feeling of not being able to protect her. But I trust that she will do me proud, and that she gets the struggles of parenting and my reasons for not always giving in. I have a newfound respect for my parents. They went through it four times, and I'm sure me being the last child had a lot to do with how rebellious I was. That was like birth control for my parents. Though, I can confidently say my daughter is far greater of a teenager than I ever was, and I'm so thankful for that. She works hard, dreams big, and doesn't hate me, which I think is a bonus. So parents, know that it's okay to have boundaries and discipline, but to do it with love, and it's okay 
to let go and allow your child to be their own person. It is the hardest lesson I have learned. And I still mess up. But knowing I still get hugs and I love yous every day, I think I may be doing something right. Don't be so hard on yourself. Find that balance. And I'm confident you will get through these teenage years without having to down a bottle or lock yourself into a bathroom and Google foreign boarding schools. Thank you for joining me on Heal, Love & Grow with Hasina. Until next time.